There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. I have the opportunity to, to the first time I get to lead a program uh, at Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better than just, this. The biggest reason is, is just, you know, this is Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma uh, is, is um, a special place. All right. So as of about 24 hours ago, some very big news happened in the OU football community involving the coaching staff as Kale Gundy has decided to resign. So what do you guys have to say about it? Brody, you started out because I got a lot to say. Yeah, I, I did too. I have a big rant. All right, yeah, so I don't I don't really know how much there is to rant about this because I feel like the decision that was made, um, quite frankly, was the only decision that can be made with a situation like this. Um, the way that Venables uh, and staff has handled it so far, I would like to say has been good. However, I do not think we know the full story on this. Therefore, um I can't really say they've handled it well because I don't think I know everything that's went went down. But from what I do know, I do think Venables and staff had ha- have handled this pretty well. Yeah, so just like you said, I agree with everything you said. And I think it's very unfortunate because, Jason, to you, Kill Gundy's been around ever since you started watching OU football. I know that. Kel Gundy, Kel Gundy's been around for 32 years. He stepped on the field 32 years ago from today. He was starting as a freshman. It was his fall camp as a freshman 32 years ago. The guy, I guarantee you, cut cut. He when you cut a something in his arm, OU OU blood pours pours out. I mean that guy's been he is OU, and other people have said that. I think even Brent Venables has said, hey. This guy's Mr. OU, basically. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. And I think the story and stuff that has came out is we don't really know how much of it's true. Obviously, I would believe what Brent Venables said. But I don't – I want to know how Brent Venables got it. I wonder who told Brent Venables yeah. about it. Yeah, I wonder that, too. If Gundy went down there and walked down to the office and said it, or if it got leaked by a player. But irregardless, I I feel so bad for Gundy on this. But first off, I just think it's it's it had to be done. Like he had to resign because you can't I, I know he wasn't if it if it is what he said it was, he was reading off another kid's iPad, it's not his point of view, like he's not saying those words. But unfortunately in today's society you just can't do it, period. And I, yep. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the, him believing if he was forced to leave. I don't agree. That, I mean, it stinks because 28 years of working there or whatever, and, and this is what he has to leave on, it's, it's, it's awful. But unfortunately, and I was telling somebody this today, let's just – I'm just going to throw this scenario out there. Say they handle it internally, guys. And after the meeting, they talk about it, and Brent Venn was like, "Hey, man, we're 
we're going to handle this internally. It's fine. We'll get through this, blah, 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 blah. Just, just say that halfway through the season, whoever this receiver is, I don't know who it is, just say he's not getting a whole lot of playing time, and he brings this up to national media, to whomever, the first thing they're going to say is Brent Venables was hiding this. And you know then who's in trouble? Brent Venables. And you cannot let it get to that. He had to do this. I mean, and maybe Gundy fell on his own sword here and said, I can't have this for the OU program. I'm resigning. That very well could be the sick case. And then Venables is saying, yes, he had to resign. Like, that can totally be the case. But this, to me, last night at midnight, in fact, last night I was listening to the Oklahoma breakdown at 10 o'clock, okay? And they start, they open up the uh, the podcast with, hey, uh, you know, there's really no no player things to talk about. Where they said there's nothing really to talk about, anything bad going on with this right now, at least player-wise. That's what they said, at least player-wise. And I thought to myself, I was like, what do they mean by that? They don't mean anything, surely. And then two hours later, all this breaks loose, which I will go down saying, I think this was more shocking than Lincoln Riley. This is more oh, shocking. yeah, yeah. What about yes, you? I mean, this for is, sure. To me. It's so much more shocking. Yeah. To me, I feel, uh, I feel a lot more for Kale than I did Riley. Because it was Riley's choice, but what happened to Kale? From everything that's happened, I am almost 95% positive Kale did not do this on purpose. He was no, obviously. No, yeah. Yeah, no. No. And, you just can't do it. Yeah, and. And, and the Venables, same thing, like, yeah, yeah, Jackson, you're right. He didn't do it on purpose, and all these former players, all these African American players that are supporting him, listen, I agree. I 100% agree. Kel Gundy is not a racist, not even anywhere near a racist. You can say that. These guys can support Kel Gundy, but I can also support the decision that he made by resigning because it had to be done, right? I think you can support both. Like, Kel Gundy, you're an awesome ambassador for OU. I love you. You're awesome. I, I know you're not racist, but... With this society like it is right now, and you, if those words came out of your mouth, I'm sorry. Yes, I have to accept your resignation. I, I think that's totally fine to do both of those, right? Yeah, and also carrying it on from what you said, Brent Venable's press conference was Tuesday, right? Last Tuesday? Yeah, last Tuesday. And we all, I noticed that his energy was down. Usually Brent Venables is like this loud guy, hyping everyone up. He was kind of quiet on the down low. So I wonder if something really happened. No. I don't day. think so. From every, no, from that, every, that, that was because, that's because football season started. I think that's why that yeah. was. But I heard this happen uh, from, I think it was Eddie Radosevich who said it. That this I heard was Thursday. This, this went down on Thursday. That's yeah. Thursday, yeah. Or, yeah, and then they kind of took the weekend to try to figure out what was going to happen with it. But man, and I'm sorry, I've heard a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things on Twitter. People want this player called out and punished. It's not going to happen. First off, that's never going to happen. 
And why would you want that to, for this player? This guy's got to feel really bad already that this even – because he wasn't listening in a meeting, Kel Gundy gets fired. I mean, really, that's what happened. He wasn't listening. Kel Gundy grabbed his iPad. I mean, had this kid just been listening, none of this would have happened. Oh, so yeah. the, kids, the kid already feels, whoever it is, has got to feel horrible about it. Has to. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like, too, speaking on the kid, I I don't think we're ever going to find out who it was, obviously. But I am a firm believer in the second chances. And I believe this punishment was way too far for Kale Gundy. I would have made much more sense if he would have gotten like a four-game suspension. I think that's I, fair. I've heard and a lot of people say that, yeah. I don't know like, how – I, I want to speak on that because I don't know how you can give him a four-game suspension because – People are just going to bring it up. Uh, I think if you're recruiting, like a recruit's parent can easily say they all they don't have to hear that much. They can just hear the main point of the story, which is why he would have got the suspension if they would have given the suspension. And a, a parent can easily say, I don't want my kid playing for someone who does that. Yeah, that's, that's the problem with this whole thing is the negative recruiting it was going to bring because people are going to twist it. Texas, Alabama, all these schools are going to twist it and negatively recruit against OU. It's a guarantee. And I think that's why and hey, nobody's above reproach here. Like this is a zero tolerance, and I'm sorry. And I had this I had this conversation with multiple people today about how they were like, This is just way too much of a punishment and I understand that. For for him working there twenty eight years and doing no no Can you go ahead and repeat what you just said? You cut out so bad. Like, yeah. In saying that, oh, did I? Yeah, you cut out. The last part we heard was what you said. I've okay. told this to many I, people. Okay, I was just I, – I talked about it with many people today about this, about the punishment, and I agree, Jackson. Very harsh punishment. And it's not fair. He's been there 28 years, and this one thing to happen that he's done nothing wrong before this, for this to basically cause him to resign, I understand that. But I also – I don't know what else could have been done. I actually think Kel Gundy may come back as a – something in the university, as a in the program. I just don't know if it will be on the coaching stuff. Does that make sense? He's an OU guy. But I just think with the recruiting, I don't know how you – with all the negative recruiting towards OU, that would happen. You know, they already had that racial issue in 20, 2020. So I think it had yeah. to do with the university. But it's just so much, I think. And, you know, Joe Mixon had a And he, you're cutting out again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically what he said was, um, you know, he was very grateful for Kale Gundy because he gave him a second chance. 
Because to be honest, if Joe, if Mixon would have been on the team three years later, he wouldn't have gotten this second chance to come back and play. And I think we can all agree with that. And, you know, I, uh, I just feel bad for Gundy. This is probably the worst possible thing that could happen to him. Because just like Jason said earlier, if he was to bleed, he would be bleeding OU. So basically, as Joe said, kind of in his statement to, about Kill Gundy, he said, Coach Gundy is everything OU in any institution would want in a coach, teacher, and mentor. He's caring, thoughtful, intelligent, smart, funny, experienced, philanthropic, humble, and selfless. If not for Coach Gundy, I would not have attended OU, survived at OU, stayed at OU, and succeeded in life after OU. I think that just says so much about Kale as a person. And then also he said that I know this about Coach. If he was admonishing a student athlete for any reason, it was because he was trying to help the athlete be a better person, player, teammate, student athlete of OU. I know for a fact that he is I know for a fact that if he used any derogatory or inappropriate words, it was because they were written and not his own thoughts. I have never seen him say, think, or utter and any racist words, slang, or sayings. And please keep in mind that he is in the meeting rooms and locker rooms where such words are thrown around by players, and in the music we listen to as often and easily as football fly in the air practices. Yeah. Jason, are you there? All right, so this afternoon, earlier today, we got another statement from Brent Venables. Um, what are y'all's thoughts on him coming out again and saying something about this? Um, In my opinion, I don't think there was a reason for another statement to be issued. But I kind of un- understand why he did it because – he was receiving a lot of backlash for this move, I'm sure. I'm sure some players have even brought it up to him and asked him why he did this. And I understand why he did it, but I don't think it was needed because it just makes Kale Gandhi look worse. Well, I, I've heard some people say, well, he threw Kale Gandhi under the bus. But, like, maybe he was just, all right, this needs to end right now. People are like, jumping on on the bandwagon and 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 they have questions of why gundy's leaving and i think he just pretty much made it clear that hey gundy said this multiple times maybe it was lyrics whatever he read it and he read it again or he read different lyrics but obviously after you read it the first time you probably need to stop and not read it again i think he was just basically saying hey he knew he needed to resign, so he resigned. And yes, we agree he should have resigned. I think he's just trying to make, basically say, let's put an end to this. I don't think it's necessarily throwing him under the bus. I've heard people say that, but I don't think so. I agree. We plan how many days? 25, 26 when we're recording? Yeah, we don't have, we don't have yeah. time for we, this. Yeah, and I feel bad for the players, too. They need to focus on football rather than 
all these types of stuff. This is not the time for this stuff to be happening. And I completely agree. You have to move on from this. From this. Um, but yeah, how do you guys feel about our new interim wide receiver coach? Uh, I have heard nothing bad about him. I've only heard good things from anyone that's talked about him. Um, yeah. People have said that they remind them a lot. Him as a person, the way he acts, the way he coaches is a lot like Kale Gundy, which says a lot about how much of an impact Kale had on him in seven months, six months. I do, y'all mean, know, I, do you know his story? Yeah, yeah, I do. Do you know his backstory? Like personally? Yeah. Yeah, I found that out today. No, I don't. So basically, his mom died uh, after a basketball game with a stroke. His dad was murdered. His so they lived. He lived with like siblings, basically. Uh, he had a really like, I mean, just a horrible growing up because of that. Because they died, they died at a young age for him. And then at Missouri, I heard like basically. Pinkle, Gary Pinkle just thanks the world. And I heard that the whole community of Columbia, Missouri, just think this guy, thinks this guy is just the best guy ever. Like he really bought into the community there at Missouri. He did stuff for the community. In fact, I heard that he was a motivational speaker for a while. But they say this guy's just like, just top notch. And that some guy even said that he's one, one hell of a recruiter is what I heard. It's just his recruiting is just going to be off the charts. So I don't think that's going to – I really don't think – seriously, when I say like football-wise, I don't think it's going to be a huge drop-off. My only concern is – I mean, Gundy was OU. You know what I mean? It's just that falling out of like, man, he was Mr. OU, you know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I agree, Um, but – People freaking out about this. I don't think Levy and Venables would promote someone that they don't think is more than capable of doing the job. Brody, and, they had to promote somebody. They weren't going to – who else were they going to promote? Well, hold on. I want to get to Chavis. No, but they had to promote somebody from within right now. Who were they going to promote? Well, I'm <laughs> saying they wouldn't have someone on the, on the staff who isn't good at what they're doing. No, um, I agree. I agree with that. And, yeah. and, and further – more didn't this guy leave his alma mater to come coach here he, he was the wide receiver coach at missouri right last year uh, i'm not sure about that i think he was a assistant i do know he's been in the nfl for he's been in the nfl for like seven years the guy knows what he's doing there's no doubt about that oh, yeah. i'm not concerned about that it's just and i really think venables will be you know, he's going to keep this team together. There's there's nothing, I think, issues like that, which I think is why you see some of the comments, like even from DeMarco Murray. Did you all see his tweet today? Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. it, but I didn't have a chance to go over it. So one one thing I, I read in there, he basically said his love for Kel Gundy and everything. But then about halfway through it, he said, Unfor-, he goes like, these things can't be done in meetings. Like he, he said it was, you can't do it. So, like, he was also backing the decision. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can love Kel Gunn and, and think he's the wor- the best and 
he still can be. He's not racist. That's not it. But you still just you can't do that in a meeting. That's what DeMarco Murray, I think, was saying. Isn't that what it said, Brody? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like just Kale. The one thing that shows that even didn't the players like have a vote or something if they wanted him gone or not or something like that. Or a bunch of players told Coach Venables that they wanted him to stay. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that it was a majority vote they wanted him to stay. But listen, let's just let's just take this as a just put yourself in the shoes, right? Like you're you're Gundy. You've been there 28 years. You bleed OU, okay? You are so pumped. Y'all heard him last Tuesday. He is freaking pumped about this season, and just he said things like. I've never seen a coach come in like this, and it's just awesome, right? He was so pumped. Put yourself in his shoes. This happens on Thursday or whatever, okay? He's – I, I promise – I'm not in there. I can't say I promise you, but he's thinking in his mind, golly, this is going to be a huge distraction now. Even though he knows he did nothing wrong as far as, like, he didn't mean the words. But, yeah, the, the players want him to stay, but – He's probably thinking in his head, golly, these new recruits the next few years, they're going to be throwing this out there. I can't have this on OU. I love OU. I cannot have this demoralize OU, so I'm going to resign. I totally see that how it happened. I don't I don't believe the forced resignation, honestly. I think it's all Kel Gundy saying, I can't bring down the OU program by this silly thing. You know, not silly as in like saying the word, just silly as in like – this thing cannot bring OU down. I'm just going to resign, and that'll that'll fix the whole issue as far as anybody saying anything. Yeah, yeah I true. agree. I, I don't think it was a forced resign, but I think had Gundy not done what he what I think he did, and you know, like you said, you know, uh, resigning because he knew how it would affect the program. Um, I think Venables would have had. I don't think you can leave him on staff after that, and. It's just so unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And, you know, Stoops resigned. He wasn't forced to resign. Stoops resigned because what? He thought it was best for OU. Do you think he really wanted to? Probably not. But he was like, man, this is a good time. Lincoln's coming in. I can promote him. Gundy thinks the same way as Stoops sometimes. He was there 28 years. The last thing he wants is for OU to have this issue. I, I, I guarantee he was just like, Guys, I, I'm going to have to resign. That's the only thing we can do here. Mm-hmm. Then I still wonder if Brent Venables decides to keep Kale on staff, I'm sure the backlash would still be bad for Venables. I don't cause... think he'll be on staff. He might be as a – I don't know what you would even call it. Probably not – you know how those have those other things that help out with the team. Yes. Because, I mean – well, not even an analyst, probably. I mean, I don't even know. Um, It'd have to be something. Have to be something outside of recruiting. There could be no recruiting involved. Yeah, true. And just like I was saying, if Venables decides to keep Gundy, and people are gonna say, "Well, Venables didn't want to fire him because he's been at the program for 28 years," and all this stuff, right? But just like you said, Gundy probably knew it was time to go after he realized because what he said 
today in such our cancel culture society, all, oh, yeah. all the hate he would have gotten, how many times it would have got brought up to him on social media and public, it would have just had a bad outlook on Gundy. And just like you guys said, recruits yeah, would I... probably have a bad outlook on him and Venables. Yeah, I completely agree. Even though it wasn't an accident, it it just and it's so unfortunate. He's worked he's worked there what twenty eight years, I think. Yeah. And to yeah. be have to leave over a, over an accident, a mistake. I mean. Yeah, but it's just there's no other option. Just, hey, pretend I'm just going to pick a name of who the receiver was, okay? Okay. Should I even do that? No. No, but this is – no, listen. This is just for a scenario. I won't say a name. I won't say a name. But just take this – like X. Just take this scenario. This receiver, whoever this was, they, they go through this year, and then they transfer, okay? Wherever they transfer to, Whatever this receiver says, whether it's true or not, is then going to be at another university that they will be telling people about. You see what I'm saying? So there's no way – I don't think there's any way he could stay on staff because with the transfer portal and everything, like if if this receiver leaves, everybody's going to know – whether it's true or not, whatever this guy says, they're going to believe him. You know, it's yeah. he said, she, it's he said, she said, or he said, he said. Uh, I just can't risk it. Yeah, it's just like Cat, uh, was it Cat Gundy who said on a tweet earlier? Oh, that, that was his daughter, yeah. Yeah, which she was getting hate for the tweet, but I don't blame her because that's her dad. She deleted it like 10 seconds later. Oh, Wait, yeah. what did All the tweet say? Wasn't it like keep the? Yeah, the... Jackson. But what did you see wrong? What did you see anything bad in that tweet? Like what she was saying was bad. I didn't see as bad. Did you? No, 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 no. I think Venables was just saying, guys, focus on football. Let me deal with this. I don't see anything wrong with that. That's exactly what I think. Yeah. And then I was listening to the sports animal this afternoon, and someone called in and brought up, well. What if this wide receiver somehow didn't like Kale Gundy? I'm pretty and sure we heard the same thing. How this all it, be a setup? That's uh, I yeah. That I did not agree with that at all. I think yeah, that is so far from true. the truth. That is so far from the truth. People that are saying stuff like that are, are fishing. I think yeah. that's just my opinion. I, that's just my opinion. Who in their right mind would set? set a guy like that up and who and how would they do it like from a song like i mean i don't know but listen guys on this podcast if we were to read a a rap song that had some racial slur in it there will be no more podcast you you realize that right whether you what whether you're saying it in a tone or not you can't say it so, yeah, that goes with everything. That's-
that's what I'm saying. All these guys on the radio, if they slip up, if they take a caller, and sl- I mean, it, you just can't do it in today's society. Like you can't, and especially probably in a team meeting. Like, and I know I've heard a lot of people say, "Well, Gary Patterson, what two years ago, uh, you know, he he did it, and he apologized, and he still coached there." I understand that, but this world's changed a lot in the last year, even. Yeah, well, the thing talking about Gary Patterson is Texas fans are giving all these OU people crap on Twitter and stuff. and But they have a person that did the same thing on their stats. So I don't even know why they're talking. Yeah, Texas fans just searching for something to try to gripe about OU about. Same with OSU fans. They're both the yeah. same. Yeah, any any pe- people are going to do this because if you're a Texas fan – and you put that out there, I can guarantee you you're going to get a reaction from OU fans. Um, and so it, it grows them. Essentially, it gives them more exposure. National media, I'm sure, I haven't really been paying attention to it because there's no point, but I'm sure they've been talking about this a lot because you know that there's so many OU fans that are going to respond if someone says something stupid about it. Yeah, let, let me let – me. Jackson, you're, you put yourself, you're Venables, okay? All right. I'm gonna be Kel Gundy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to your office. I'm gonna be like, hey Brent, man, I screwed up in the meeting today. I read some, uh, one of the players' iPad. It had a racial slur on it. I read it a couple times, and then I realized what I had said. And man, I'm just, I feel bad about it. And say, Jackson, if you're Venables, say you're like, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's awful, whatever. Like, I'm going to suspend you for a game. We're going to keep this internally. You know, we'll move on from this. If, if that ever gets out, like, I mean, if that ever gets out that he came to you, I came to you and you said it's okay and you didn't address it. Guys, do you realize the ramifications from that? That would basically be saying Brent doesn't think it's a big deal. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm saying these people that are like, these people that are like, I, I can't believe this is such a harsh punishment. I understand it. If that's how it went, can you imagine if he doesn't resign? Like, how, how would, I mean, there's no way. That would be like Brent covering it up, whether he is or not. You can't do that. You have to resign. He has to resign. Gundy had to resign. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. Just like you're saying, if Venables decided to keep Gundy on staff, then if it would have got out, and let's say, like, Joseph Harris and Joe Castiglione never found out about it, well, Brent Venables probably doesn't have his job next year. Exactly right. Especially, especially, especially Brent Venables, who's zero tolerance. We're going to be the standard, right? That's what he's preaching. If you're preaching that, you cannot let this thing slide. I, I, and and I was just about to say, you, you cannot have this when you're trying to establish a culture. Exactly. They haven't even started a game yet. They haven't even played a game yet. Like, it's so unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. But honestly, what else can 
could they have done? Nothing. I mean, when you look at it, what Oklahoma I mean, has gone through in the last eight months has been like a roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, can't there we was just, a dark cloud with Riley leaving, and then Venables comes in. Everything's going great. This culture, the recruiting is starting to get very hot. And then, boom, this gunny thing happens. There's another dark cloud. It feels like over the program. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you, I, but, you know, I think they I'm can like, actually turn this okay. Like, they can the – Venables can be like, this is zero tolerance. Nobody's above the law here. And that's not a, that's not a bad thing. No. No, and and if the if this were the other guy at head coach in this scenario, I wouldn't feel the way I feel about going forward with it. You know what I'm saying? Like if Lincoln were coaching and this had happened, I would be like, Oh my gosh, this really could uh split the team. But I have confident confidence in Brent Venables that he won't let this get uh as bad as it really could get. Oh, for sure. And oh, Lincoln- yeah. And Lincoln, guys, do you remember when Kyler Murray had to sit out a half? Do you remember him? Yeah, no, no. Kyler had to sit out a quarter. No, Kyler had to sit out two. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember him? He was basically in tears. Like he had to sit these guys. He was the lamest disciplinarian. We had Stevenson, Perkins. Remember all that stuff? Like, there was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yes. Uh, Seth, Seth McGowan and Henderson. Oh, that's what I'm yeah. saying. They sure. were allowed to come back to the team at a point. Yeah, and this has nothing to do with that. It's not like drug or nothing like that. But if you're setting, like you said, Brody, you're setting a culture of the standard. What's the standard? If the standard is not to use racial slurs, let's just say that's a standard. Don't use racial standard slurs. Standard is excellence. Standard is excellence. You don't use racial slurs, period. So, I mean – it's so unfortunate too because gosh i love co gundy golly i just uh, i just don't know what else they could have done in this this was the only option i think you're right i think it's the only option yeah it was it was it's sad but you guys are right it was the only option it was yeah and and i think a lot of people on like uh, say Twitter, just I think a lot of people need to move on about it. I've seen so many crazy conspiracy theories on it. It's it's almost like I, I don't even want to be on Twitter at this point. I think people need to move on and just start focusing on fall camp in the first game. It's they really had practice, but they had practice today, and what I heard from people that were there said it was very physical, intense practice. You couldn't tell yeah. that anything was going on. So, I think they're yeah, they're great. ready that's for, great. to move on. I I don't think I think I kind of think the players obviously that happened on Thursday would have known about this for a couple of days now. Um, but yeah, it to see some of the videos at practice, you know, getting to see um, isn't it Ladamian Washington? That's how you say it, right? Yep. Ladamian getting to Washington. see him working with the wide receivers, yeah. I was honestly impressed. Um. And I've heard that a lot of players have good relationships with him. Um, so I do think that's good. And uh, I don't know who it was, but someone said his 
the way he coaches is very similar to Kale Gundy. Yeah, I said that earlier, but I want to say I I don't I don't know who said that on Twitter, but just like you guys said, there I did. You guys watch the highlights from practice yet? Yes. Yeah, I did. There was a clip where he called out Jaleel Farouk, okay? Don't this kid is one of the top receivers on the team on his first day on the job and told him how to do it right and you see he had everyone's attention. No one was like, uh, who's this guy? This isn't Kale Gundy. He had everyone's attention, which shows the respect that the wide receivers already have for him. Yeah, and that's a great sight. Especially if you're a wide receiver yeah, you're not getting coached by Kale Gundy, but you're getting coached by someone who made it to the league. I mean, he played in the league. He knows what it takes to get there. Yeah, he's been he's been in the league for many years, multiple teams. Hasn't he coached in the league too? Maybe. I want to say if he's coached anyone in the league, it's the Lions. But I'm not sure if that's right. He may have played for the Lions for like three years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's coaching the league. Yeah, I don't know. I think that we just need to look forward because this is something that happened very unfortunately, but we just need to trust in Brent Venables and hope he did the right thing because it's too early to tell, but I don't get the point why people are saying it's going to affect the on-field success. I don't see that happening. I don't see there being a drop-off because it's not like guys are transferring out and we're losing talent. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen at all, to be honest. People thought when we hired Miguel Chavis, we were going to be hurting on the defensive line. Oh, yeah. So I I don't think that will be an issue. Yeah, and and I've heard he's a good recruiter. I think we're really going to get to see. Um, and and if the staff keeps Petaway, I think that really, really speaks to the culture. Uh-huh. Because yeah, that, if when they Lincoln continue. left, you saw all the decommits. Those players, I think, Jackson, you said this, those players were committing to a coach, not a university. Now, we're going to see if players are now committing to a university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, all these ex-players coming out, support of Gundy, I agree. They know him, right? They know him, okay? But let me just throw, throw this out there. Pedway, Anthony Evans, well, Anthony Evans, they know him just from recruiting, but they don't they don't know him as well, right? And anybody that they're recruiting Leon at twenty four and twenty five don't know, don't know him at all. Okay? So if you're a p African American and you're a parent, you you may not even give OU the time of day if this doesn't if they he doesn't resign. You see what I'm saying? You yeah. you can believe what everyone says that he's not, but you might just be like, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not even sending my kid to even visit. Yeah, so, just like it. Shows, I don't think this will hurt football wise. No, then like with Petaway not 
decommitting de- yet, I think kind of sh- shows the trust he has in Brent Venables right now. Because I was honestly expecting him to have an announcement today saying he has decommitted, which the day isn't over yet, which could still Don't happen. Don't jinx it. Yeah. Let, I got a knock on wood, but. A weird question to ask y'all. I got a weird question to ask y'all. Okay. Um, y'all follow recruiting quite a bit. Y'all are pretty up on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. I want to ask you how you feel about this because I feel probably different than y'all do. But so I saw last night on Twitter because I was up till probably 2.30 when all this happened. But I would see things like from guys that run sites that would say, hey, I've contacted whoever, and they didn't know anything about it. What do you think about that? Like shouldn't they let – BV and these other coaches reach out before they do? Uh, Are you? Yeah, I, I agree. How do you feel? I think or is Chuck, that their contact? Is that their contact? And that's what they're supposed to do. So how do you feel on that? That's an interesting. It, I think that's interesting. If I was in that situation, it's a really tough situation because you want to be the one to get the story, right? You want to. Well, and you, you have a relationship. To the you have a relationship with, with the player. Them. So that's, that's, they want you to reach but, out to them. So that's what I'm saying. But at that point. There, I don't know how – I don't really – because it, after they sent the message, would have been after it kind of blew up on Twitter. So them getting on Twitter to check the message or not message or what, wherever it was sent, they were going to find out as soon as they got on Twitter everything that happened. That's, so, that's true. They were going to find out anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just – what do you think, Jackson? Well, I agree with what both of you guys said, but what was the second part of the question you asked? Well, basically, so like, you know how different sites have different people that are basically, they are contacting these recruits and saying, how are you feeling about your visit, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, right? So they're kind of their, their person they contact. But like, then you have people from other schools. So... You know, you have the, you know, you, just like you have here, you have the, the 247 guys, you have the Sooner Scoop guys. Well, Texas, Alabama, they all have their own guys. So if, if, the, if a kid is interested in OU and one of those other schools, like those other people can call the recruit up and say, man, what are you hearing about OU? You know what I mean? It just, some of it seems kind of like, I don't want to use the word sleazy, but it's, yeah. that's got to go on, right? Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure, because like, Texas was wanted Petaway very bad. And he was very um, high on them as well as Oklahoma. And I wonder if Texas tries to use this, like them having a racist coach <laughs> on their coaching staff. But they don't. To decommit. Uh, yeah, I know, but did, they don't. But did you guys see Jontae Cook? Yeah, I did. He said no. And, yeah, he said respectfully no. I mean, is he's so salty that we didn't want him? What did he say? Okay, so uh, some someone commented on some. Yeah, Instagram say what post. his original tweet was though, because 
his original tweet, and then just say the rest, but his original t- tweet uh-huh. was, my coach would never, with, like, two laughing. And then... Oh, yeah. And then someone said, well, you should try and go and get Petaway now. And he said, no. Respectfully, no. That's the exact words. Yeah. And then I heard that OU, or that Jonte Cook was wanted to commit to OU, and the staff told him no. But I don't, I don't know if that was ever true. Yeah, and I think when you when you see what all he's doing on Twitter, I think you kind of can tell why. Yeah, you said no. You've heard the staff say we want five star guys. We want guys. But we want their character first. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Todd Bates quote on Media Day. Oh, that was a huge I'm, quote. I think it. I I don't want to mess it up, but I think it was. If you miss on a five star, he will burn you one or two days, but if you pick the wrong five-star, he will burn you every day. That's exactly right. Yep. Yep. That's true. And, and I feel like all of the guys that are currently committed to OU are very quiet on social media. I mean, the guy that tweets the most is probably Omasigo and Arnold, and that's just to get other people to come on board. Yeah. I agree, and, and Renaud is committing when? September 16th. Top two, baby. A, Top two. That's a big one. That's a big one. And then we have Jacoby Johnson this Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Well, and did you see Caden Green's tw- Twitter while ago? Yeah, he no. changed his Twitter profile pic. It was Venables and the guys there recruiting him, so... He's good. Yeah, you know, like, I wonder if, let's say a guy like Petaway does decide to decommit. Well, having a guy like Jacoby Johnson, who is a dual, is, plays offense and defense in high school, he, they could easily, easily want to play him out wide receiver. Yeah, and with the transfer they, portal, it, yeah. it would still suck because I really do think Petaway – is really really good, but I, I, I have confidence that he doesn't decommit, and I might have just I don't know, but I'm yeah. hoping he doesn't. Sam, I agree. I feel like we would have heard buzz about it, but it's just like several people have said already about um him. You know, he's kind of just waiting out the process, kind of waiting to see what happens. I'm sure he'll be talking to LaDamian Washington quite a bit over the next couple weeks. Uh, I'm sure Brent Venables will recruit him. Jay Valai loves to recruit the state of Texas. I'm sure he'll be on the phone with Jay Valai some. You know, so I feel like it's just – I feel feel comfortable saying he's staying right now. But we'll just and, have to wait. And if, if he's going to decommit, we'll start to see some – buzz about it off topic but dd westbrook was helping out norman today yeah but he owns like a uh, food thing there food truck yeah i also heard he had a tryout in the nfl earlier this week so i think he's just kind of hanging around uh-huh yeah the uh vikings my favorite team he was on them last year he's tried out with them i think he has several contract offers but 
I don't know. I think if he gets offered a job at OU, we'll see him come to OU. Well, I think what's going to happen is I think that LaDainian Washington is going to get this year to prove himself. They may bring in somebody like Mark Clayton or somebody like for an analyst to help him. Mm -hmm. But I think he gets this year to prove himself. If it goes good, I think he gets a job. If not, I think they go after Malcolm Kelly in the summer. Yeah, you think they would bring in yeah. Ryan Broyles as that analyst? Yeah, Broyles could be that guy. Yeah, Broyles. Mm-hmm. What I lo- hey, this is kind of changing the subject a little bit because, man, we've talked about it a lot. But talking about practice today, I kind of want to talk a little bit about practice. Um, just the chippiness that they had. A couple oh, of scuffles. Yeah. Couple oh, scuffles yeah. and stuff, man. That's great. Let's I mean, I don't know if y'all saw the video floating around of Brian Broyles when he was there. Uh, I saw it, yeah. I'll see now where he was talking smack to the DB, talking Venables, get your guys out here. They can't cover me. You need that kind of stuff. You got to have that at practice, man. It, yeah, and then there's also another clip of it was Brody, was it Jaden Davis and Jaden Gibson? Yes. Yep. Yes, they 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 were like hanging onto each other's jerseys, trash talking each other. Jay Valai had to, to get in there and split him up, and you can tell these are SEC style practices. Oh yeah, this isn't for sure. Big Twelve style anymore. This is SEC style, and they're not even like, full pads yet. They don't even. No, they have on spider pads, which is oh like yeah, very light pads just on their shoulders. And they're, like, full-on hitting each other with their helmets already. Oh, yeah. A couple of guys stood out to me on the videos I saw today. I'm just going to point them out. Harrington. Harrington. Okay, he stood out. Another guy, which I looked him up on the roster, and he's not listed. So I don't know who it is, but number 47. Anybody know who that is? Uh, Major Nelson? I don't know. The guy looks. Major Nelson? He wasn't listed on the roster, no, but the other guy is the other guy is Gentry Williams. Oh yeah. Did you see him on the videos? What? Yeah. What, one one guy that's caught my eye is uh, Can I Walker? Have y'all seen how big he oh, is? Oh my gosh! If he oh, can learn to dude, Daniel Parker's massive. Oh, massive! And guys, it's only been. It's only been one summer. Some of these guys that are freshmen, wait till they're juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and anyone who redshirts this year is going to have their junior year would be four summers with Schmitty. Have you all seen the video floating around with R.J. Young and Ethan Downs? Oh, yeah, yeah. how big Ethan Downs cool. is. Part of that's R.J. Young, but. What do you all know about Jake McCoy? Number forty-one. Yeah, he looked really good today. Yeah, what do you know, he's a what do you know about him? Well, yeah, he's but a is he physical guy? I think he's from the state of Oklahoma. He's from Edmond. Edmund. He's from Edmond. Yeah, but like, yeah, he, was he highly recruited? No, he's a walk-on. He's a Man, walk-on. I, still, Brent Venables loves him some walk-ons. Dude, he looked the part in a couple of those videos today. I was like, I was yeah, like, I thought it was TD Roof for for a second, but yeah, no, nah, McCoy he'll play a lot in special teams. Oh yeah, yeah, he will. Oh, yeah. Him and Gavin Freeman will get on. They'll be the walk-ons that play a lot, I think, for special teams. Dude, Gavin Freeman, I think him and Stoops, 
Y'all. Put them in the slot. I'm, I'm convinced that there's a chance Justin Harrington is the best player on the defense this year. And he's not even on scholarship. No, like, okay. Do you, when was it? It was after the COVID season he came in, right? As a junior college transfer. Do no, y'all he's, remember how high? He, he's not he a Juco. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, he is. I thought he came in as a freshman. No, Juco, yeah. but uh, he was like the top five Juco college prospect. Three-star recruit. Yeah, he, he, but he, came he was in, like the highest rated defensive player. Yeah, so what he year is he, junior? Redshirt senior. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't think but, that's right. Yes, it is. He's he got another year. Yeah, yeah, he no, does. He played his, 2021, he played the – a couple games and he got hurt and then it doesn't matter. He was on roster in 2020. Happened. He was on roster in 2020, so he gets that extra year of eligibility. He That's what I'm saying. He has another year. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be on scholarship next year. Yep. Yeah. And he he was the hyped up like quite six, a bit. Three, six three, like two twenty five, two thirty, six three, two ten. Oh, 210. Still. He's a scary dude. Uh, he would be my pick for the cheetah position. Yeah. <laughs> How's that position going to look, though? Because, like, I don't know. It's going to – I'm interested to see this defense on the field day one compared yeah. to the final game of the year. I've been doing – I've watched a, three or four YouTube videos on it. Where they deeply break down Clemson's defense last year and what's going to look like at OU. And there's a lot of guys that could play that cheetah position role, but it, I think you could throw Harrington out there. You can throw Kanak. I think we'll see both of those looks. Morrison, Broyles, it really just depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, I wouldn't be surprised if Harrington. Gets a little look at linebacker a couple times, like it. Yeah. How he moves so well for someone who would play that position. Yeah, I tell you, Igwebu looked like he was moving really well today. I'm. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm so wrong on him. Get that. I'll be the first one to say I was totally wrong on him. I thought he was not going to play it down this year. After last year, I was like, man, but man, I thought he was going to transfer out. Yeah, I'm I'm totally wrong oh, on him. Who's gonna get that mic spot? Him or Stutzman? Stutzman Stutzman's getting it. Yeah, I think. Well, Stutzman I think you'll see it. a Guaybu a ton. Why oh, can't yeah. they? Why won't they play it's, alongside each other? He's he's a Mike. I don't. You can put a a Guaybu in the cheetah spot, maybe. I don't think they would do that. I think he'll be your Mike. Your will is Deshaun Watt. Or Deshaun White, not Deshaun Watson. Okay, your Sam is either Shane Whittier, Whittier or TD Roof. One of them. From everything, from what I would expect, Igwebu could play Sam. He could play Will, and he could play Mike. I think they'll just mix them in for all those positions. I mean, possibly. Well, I feel like one guy that we're forgetting about is uh, Deshaun White. Yeah, he he's your he's your will. That's pretty much locked in. Yeah. Yeah.
not heard anything about that yet. That's yeah, corner is pretty weird. interesting. It it could be a lot of different dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of different position battles. At I the mean, moment, you never but... know. Like Harrington could end up playing corner two, and Trey Morrison could start in the nickel. Trey Trey Morrison could be corner two. I mean, all these guys have so much versatility and experience in different spots. 